kids from space. Yeah, that's right. We're going to have giant squids, Hawaiian squids, come from space and attack us in our future. NASA decided that they're sending a bunch of dozens of little baby squids from Hawaii into space for research. Yeah, they might come back to us one day. <laughs> We've seen The Simpsons and all those shows. But this Hello and welcome to episode 196 of Under the Cull of MS. A regular Tuesday episode. A little bit of comics, a little bit of MS, a little bit of whatever. We're going to start out the comics portion with Gilbert, the Little Merman. This is by Art Balthazar from Oh Yeah Comics. This is uh, number one, the first first trade paperback of Gilbert. And I never got any real lowdown on Gilbert. So I was curious about the character because he keeps drawing a lot of new books for it and stuff. I think the latest one is some type of Turtle Island one that I want to get. But I figured I better start off in the early ones. But in here, you get to meet Gilbert, find out. That he's just this underwater prince character. You get to meet his folks uh, in who live in beautiful Atlant- Atlanticus, Atlanticus. And <laughs> he's got a little buddy. Uh, named Sherbert. It's a little orange turtle. He hangs out with Gilbert. Calls him Gil, his little buddy. Uh, Gilbert goes out wandering around and sees this big-eyed little creature and decides to follow her. And she ends up taking him through some this little area where all these bubbles are coming up from the ground. And they go through the bubbles to find a broken-down submarine that's sunken in the ocean. And they go in there, and there's a bunch of other characters in there which have been dying to meet the prince and so they all get to meet the prince and they have a little party going on and some stuff ensues and uh gill's father goes off looking to see what's up because they had this like hot uh lava rock looking thing kind of like a meteoroid fall from the sky, land in the ocean, made the ocean all warm, and all of a sudden it hatched, and this little character comes out of it, and the character keeps growing, and you get to see who the character is, and what's going on, and a bunch of other little alien hotheads come down from space also to inflict heat on the ocean to try and take back the lava, lava portion of the earth. And you'll just have to see what happens. But it's it's a fun story as always. Family friendly. Good for all ages. As long as you like a little comedy. I sadly buy it from a comic shop. And apparently they don't give a shit about what they're handing you. And you order something brand new. Because this was all bent and creased. You can totally see it. The whole spine is crunched in. And curved. And then on the front cover you got two 
huge areas of bending and creasing and damage all across it. And of course, this is the second item I've got in the comic shop that had a staple in it last time in the center of one of my covers. It's like you don't notice this stuff when you're pulling it out of a box and sticking it into a plastic bag and stuff. It's like pay attention to what you're getting from the clients and send your stuff back if it's damaged it would make more sense. And I also got another graphic novel that I'll be talking about probably next week. It also came all smashed up and damaged and it's like I'm paying full price for this shit when I could wait an extra month and get it for half the price and get it in better condition than I get from going right to my main comic shop and buying the stuff so this is this is the problem with the shops out there it's kind of push people away i think i think there's a lot of shops out there that just don't give a shit enough to keep the customers happy and focus on what they're getting it's like i've ordered covers and i get totally complete wrong covers and i've sat down with comic shop people and set up runs because i wouldn't know which comics to buy from all the different sets that make that to get all the comics that are, are pertain to that storyline and stuff like that. And then had, we had comic shops that closed. So you're all planning on stuff that's not even going to come out for two, three, four months down the line. And you have that all planned. And then the shop leaves you and you got to restructure all your stuff. And I'm a person that, just now started writing down anything I order. I never used to. It's like, it was enjoyable to have that surprise when you walk into the comic shop, you go up to the counter and it's like, Oh, cool. I didn't know this was going to be here. I totally forgot. I ordered this, all that stuff. It's like, damn it. <laughs> Why can't we have that again? It's like, it's when I was a kid, your comic, the comic owner gave a shit about comics and that's it. Now you got comic shop owners that have this as like a second or third job or a hobby or whatever. And they don't put their, they don't give a shit enough about the stuff that they're putting out there and the customers that they're taking care of to actually get a, a good customer base going where people talk about you like, hey, this guy goes the extra mile, does this, does that. <clears throat> doesn't put comics on the shelf that aren't in a bag with a board on them so they're all bent over and crunched and we need a couple good comic shops out there again i just i know they're out there but i just don't have no good ones that are real close to me so i might just have to open my own in the future uh then we got gwenpool special 2015 this was a holiday special by Marvel Comics. This is a one-shot. It has characters starring in here. I mean, Gwenpool's supposed to be the main character, but I'd almost say She-Hulk is more of the main character in here. Yeah, Deadpool and the Hawkeyes, the male and female Hawkeyes, Miss Marvel, uh, and Gwenpool, and Gwenpool, and Gwenpool. But I don't know. I, I wouldn't really say it. This is a Gwenpool holiday special. With the other characters take the stage more in some of these stories. But yeah, if you're a fan of 
holiday specials and stuff, I, I like them because they're always a fun little collaboration of tons of different characters we enjoy. And then sometimes you meet some characters you don't know much about. And it's this one had a storyline basically where uh, She-Hulk comes to see a friend and her friend is selling her, she's got like a huge warehouse type place where they throw parties and stuff like that. And there's these three characters. They're kind of being pushy and they're showing up right in the middle of the party. They're like, okay, you're going to sell us this property, right? And it's like, she's like, yeah, we're going to sell. And she hawks like, no, this ain't, this isn't you. You're usually the one to fight against things like this. And you sit there and why would you get rid of your place? It's a beautiful place. It's huge. You can do lots of things, throw massive parties and stuff. And it's like, it made no sense that she was going to sell. So she hulk and some other characters keep looking into it and you find out why she's selling and all that stuff. I don't want to give it all away. But if you like any of these Marvel characters, you're not going to be disappointed with any of the holiday specials. I mean, there's one in here. Once I get those variety of stories, and in the one story, you got Rocket that has a Groot gun, a gun made from Groot, and it shoots little Groots. <laughs> thing is, just, it's awesome. <laughs> and you can't go wrong with things like that. They're just, they're fun. They make your day. And of course, Deadpool tries to get into the party and she hawks like, yeah, you, you've trashed this place enough times. <laughs> but you get to see him and Hawkeyes sit there and go back and forth and all the hilarity that, hilarity that ensues with all that. But this one was fun, enjoyable, like they all are. But not as fun as the one I reviewed just this last Saturday on the Crimson Cowell Comic Club. Uh, that was also a Gwenpool holiday special. That one had a little bit more enjoyment. It was this this one was a little more dramatic, but yeah, that, both of them very enjoyable. If you like those characters, check those out. And then we got steak number four. The story is still going strong. I really would love to see this as a new. New Buffy style series coming out. I mean, with the whole whole LGD, LGBTQ. I, I'm sorry, I'm screwing it up. But plus, whatever. I don't know the full layout anymore because it's been changed so many times. But uh, that community is represented in here well, and you also get a great look on the vampiric community, and uh, you get. Kind of that high school hunter, but the nice thing is Stake is like 18, so she's more young adult, uh, age uh, vampire hunter. But this is the storyline's fun. I'm enjoying it. I hope it just doesn't disappear. You got Jessamay in here from the early 1800 story that I read. Uh, She's a badass, and she works with steak, and they just kind of like a buddy cop, paranormal investigator style. Uh, kind of like a Buffy and Giles that actually team up and work together. 
and uh, the Giles in here is more of the badass, and the Buffy is more of the well, it's just like the Buffy, basically the, the learner, but Giles version. <laughs> Jessamy in here is more of the one doing most of the uh, heavy, heavy lifting, the hard work. Then we got Usagi Ojimbo, number 20. Uh, this is, oh, I just noticed this is, this is Yukichi part one of two. Damn it. That means I'm going to have to make sure I get the next one. I don't think I have it on my order list. I will have to look that up and make sure. But in the storyline, you get to meet Yukichi and uh, find out that Usagi came to him. Well, they say he's a him, him, but I thought it was a her. But I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's day and age. It can be them, they, whatever you want to consider. But people looked at him as a young male samurai warrior. I thought maybe it was a female warrior in training back in the day when you said you met her. Him, they, them. I don't know. I'm just so bad at this, but yeah, <laughs> it's fun because you find out you saw you came to the character and to Yukichi, and Yukichi kind of like, well, you're just a scavenger warrior, a low life. You don't mean nothing. And you said you wanted to meet their master. And Yukichi kind of like just forgot to tell their master about Yusaji, Yojimbo. And when they finally did, uh, by then Yusaji was already gone from where he said he would be. And so they he never got to meet the master. And the master ends up passing before Yusaji does ever get to meet him. And But he runs into the master's student going to deliver a sword to the master's sword to the next person that should have it. And in reality, it would probably be Usagi that would have got the sword if he would have met the master. But this is fun as always. I love the Usagi Jimbo stories from IDW. Uh, check those out. Stan Sakai does a great job. And we will get back to you with some multiple sclerosis stuff next. All right, let's get into some MS stuff. I got a still got a ton of stuff that I gotta just get through. So we're just gonna do a variety of things. See what kind of information we have here. Got some potential treatments for tinnitus. Uh, basically, they're thinking that they have a new device that can help turn down the ringing in the ears using a experimental electrical stimulation device which combines auditory and touch sensitive stimulation pathways in a unique way uh, they've done safe human experimentation with it and then they applied it to a variety of human subjects the device delivered a combination of phantom noise and mild electric Electrical impulses for 30 minutes daily over four weeks to select subjects in different testing groups. Results showed that not only was tinnitus reduced in those who used 
the device, but subjects also found relief for related psychological distress. That's something that should be out there. And these reports that I'm reading right now look like they came out in 2019. So I don't know if COVID slowed the progress of any of these down or what, but there's apparently a link between no link between mineral intake and MS risk. Uh, minerals like calcium, copper, iron, magnesium, manganese, phosphorus, potassium, and zinc, which people have talked about, could be in our dietary foods. And those minerals could harm us, but researchers at Harvard have determined that the development of MS is not directly linked to the intake of specific dietary minerals. So if anybody tells you that, don't or don't believe them. Uh, let's see. Management and uh, immunotherapeutic treatment. A comprehensive survey of Im- immunotherapeutics available for people with MS, including their risk percent, potentials, side effects, details of how they work, and practical recommendations recommendations for patients was recently published oh was published back then uh team decided it was important to identify data that can reflect the patient's informed and optimal choice as individual therapies have peculiarities and specific requirements with regard to treatment monitoring especially in relation to immunosuppression the development of secondary immunoreligated complications, as well as the existence of drug-specific on- and off-target effects have been noticed. Uh, premature aging in cells contributes to diminished remyelination potential. Uh, research into the pathosiology or disease course of demyelination shows that certain kinds of cells found in white matter lesions in people with progressive MS, known as SOX2, which we've talked about those, progenitor cells have been found to age prematurely. This premature aging may impair the behavior of allogodentrocyte, Progenitor cells known to lead to states of chronic demyelination. Uh, so they're focused on targeting those cells. Microaggressions experienced by people with MS in the workplace. Uh, the impact of microaggressions experienced by people with MS in the workplace was looked at. Microaggressions were defined by the term by the team as subtle forms of discrimination and include verbal, nonverbal, or environmental slights that convey disparaging messages to people based upon their group membership, such as disabilities. Of course, people always look down on anybody that's not normal and stuff like that. Got to point out anything that they feel is wrong in society. Don't look normal. We don't like the way that you're different from us. (laughs) 
Alright, some healthy and easy low-carb snack ideas. If you're still working on trying to reform yourself a powerful anti-inflammatory diet or something like that, or trying to get a better health through testing out different things, see how they affect on your body. An olive tapenade with low-carb crackers. And this is pretty much chopped olives, capers, and olive oil. And then you just spread it on your crackers. Just watch it if you got high salt intake issues. Homemade trail mix. Uh, an example recipe is a cup of pecan halves, a cup of chopped walnuts, a half a cup of roasted pumpkin seeds, and a half a cup of coconut flakes. That's a simple one to throw together. Cheddar cheese crisps. Cheddar cheese is a versatile low-carb snack containing less than one gram of carbs per ounce. So just make sure you're getting real ones and you're not buying store-bought box crap. You can cut thin slices of cheddar cheese into small individual squares. Place them on a baking sheet. I suggest putting them on the, the parchment paper. And bake at 300 degrees for about 30 minutes or until crisp. <coughs> you want to make sure they crisp up or are starting to crisp before you pull them out of the oven. Otherwise, you're going to end up with gooey stuff. Doubled eggs. One large egg has less than one gram of carbs. Uh, I love making my eggs. Excuse me. I'm just... <laughs> my throat is just... Clamming up, getting all hoarse here all of a sudden. <clears throat> Taking civil wire for the masses. Uh, Double eggs, the way I like to do them is just uh, hard boil your eggs. Once, they're, once it's boiling, just throw your eggs in the water. Once it starts boiling, cook it for about 10 minutes yet. Test one, make sure it's to your consistency. Then, uh, Take them, cut them in half, take the yolks out, mix the yolks with a little bit of mayo, a little bit of yellow mustard, like a French's yellow mustard. Definitely use mayo and French's style yellow mustard. Don't use different types of mustards unless you like that taste. I mean, you might like it. But that, and I put a little bit of uh, red wine vinegar in there. It just makes it a little bit smoother gives it that ting just what you want and then once you fill the eggs sprinkle a little paprika over top and you're good to go that's my favorite way to make them tuna salad lettuce wraps are a good snack and then you want to probably get like a nice little uh i can't think offhand then style of it. It's not iceberg. It's not romaine. It's uh, like a butter crisp lettuce. Those are always nice because they got those nice little cup cup leaves. Uh, lettuce wraps and like cabbage rolls and stuff like that can be a pain in the ass. Don't get the right cuts. Uh, berries and whipped cream. Simple little snack. Go easy on the whipped cream. <laughs> Stuffed avocado. Uh, try filling an avocado with like tuna salad, chopped shrimp, 
scrambled eggs and cheese or whatever you prefer. That's a good way to get your avocado in your system or I just dice it up and throw it on salad. Uh, dark chocolate with cashew butter. That's always something that's nice and good for a late night snack or whatever. Carrot sticks with homemade aioli. To make aioli, just basically mix a quarter cup of mayo, a tablespoon of lemon juice, and a one minced clove of garlic. Season with salt and pepper to taste, and you're good to go. Uh, you can also use just hummus. Make your own hummus. Take your garbanzo beans a little bit of homemade tahini, which isn't that hard to do. Just take the, if you go to like a deli part of this grocery store if you can't find tahini or the seeds in uh, the aisles, and they can always help you get some. Uh, but you just basically throw it on a stove for just a second to start to toast it and then you grind them up and then you got yourself some tahini you can throw in with the garbanzo beans grind them up with your olive oil and whatever seasonings you want to add to it i always put some garlic cloves in there low carb strawberry smoothies an example of one is a cup of almond milk a half a cup of strawberries quarter cup of protein powder, low-carb protein powder, one tablespoon of chia seeds, a quarter teaspoon of vanilla extract, and a few ice cubes. Uh, As far as your fruits go, and they say use fresh strawberries, I disagree with that. I prefer frozen fruits and vegetables because working for a canning factory, uh, when the that stuff comes out of the fields. It goes right through the process, cleans it, gets it set up, fresh, flash, the flash freezes the stuff, and keeps as many nutrients as possible in it. Whereas, uh, if you're buying fresh stuff, the longer it sits on the shelf, the more it's breaking down. As soon as you pull a fruit or vegetable from its roots or vines it instantly starts turning to sugar Buy your orange juices. You don't want to buy the concentrate because it's been sitting in a vat for who knows how long. And all you're doing is getting pretty much a hundred percent sugar, bad sugars, but yeah. So take that into consideration. I'm not a professional, but that's my suggestion. I like the frozen stuff better for health wise. BLT lettuce wrap. Uh, sweet bell peppers and some guacamole and slice those up and dip them in guacamole kale chips find some that you like uh, you can also make them yourself just rip the kale leaves into bite-sized pieces lay them on some parchment pa- paper on a baking sheet and drizzle the kale with olive oil throw some garlic powder and salt on it bake it at 350 for about 10 minutes or until the edges are brown and crisp. You don't want to overcook it, but you also don't want it undercooked and all soft. Fresh veggies with tzatziki dip. Up some bell peppers, cucumbers, carrots, little cherry tomatoes, stuff like that. Carrot sticks and peanut butter. Uh, there's lots of good peanut butters out there, so look into them. Low-carb bento box. A uh, nice little bento box would be like a protein with 
like cottage cheese, hard-boiled eggs, grilled chicken or cheese squares, uh, nuts like almonds, walnuts, macadamia nuts, peanuts, some fresh veggies like celery sticks, sliced cucumber, bell pepper slices, broccoli, carrot sticks, uh, some low-carb fruits like berries, cantaloupe, avocado slices, olives. Bento boxes are nice because any type of little mixed box is nice because it gives you a little variety. That way you can pick at the things you want at different times of day. Uh, cinnamon toasted pumpkin seeds. Basically anything you toast, any type of seeds and stuff, you can easily season to get different flavors that you'd like. But to make the toasted pumpkin seeds, you can combine a half a cup of pumpkin seeds with a half a teaspoon of cinnamon and two teaspoons of olive oil. Spread the seeds onto a baking sheet, uh, parchment paper if you'd like, and bake in the oven at 300 for about 45 minutes or until golden brown. Pumpkin seeds, depending on how fresh they are, tend to have more moisture in them. Steamed edamame, or you can do some cottage cheese. You can savor the cottage cheese by adding fruit to it or Tomatoes, avocado slices, green onions, hot sauce. Uh, my wife likes to have cottage cheese with pineapple. <laughs> I just, I can't get into putting fruit into my cottage cheese. I don't know, I'm sure it's normal, but uh, it looks gross to me. Plain yogurt with nuts. Make yourself an avocado egg salad. Which basically mash half avocado with a hard-boiled egg and season slightly with salt and pepper, and you're good to go. String cheese. Uh, we we got so much good string cheese around here. My wife has someone that delivers it right to where she works. Get it nice and fresh on the day they make it. Apricot stuffed with blue cheese. Yuck. <laughs> I, just, I could never get into blue cheese. I tried so many times, I just can't. Uh, smoked salmon with cucumber bites. Uh, smoked salmon. If you're lucky enough, usually around November, if you have a Costco around, they have Alaskan smoked salmon. Big ones for, I believe, they're like $20 a piece. But they are beautiful, and they last forever. They're all sealed up, and you can just throw them away. Uh, but we love them. We'll usually get at least three a year, if not more. And then just throughout the year, just rip one up, throw it in with some cream cheese and sour cream and uh, chives. And just, you got yourself an awesome salmon dip. <laughs> or just eat it up. It's just wonderful by itself. Such excellent salmon right from Alaska. Uh, you got seaweed sheets. Basically, one sheet contains just one gram of carbs and can be enjoyed by itself. Or you can pair it with avocado slices, scrambled eggs, or cut it up into your salad. I've never eaten seaweed sheets. I will try them, though. A caprice salad. It's basically, take a half a cup of cherry tomatoes, an ounce of bite-sized mozzarella balls. I love the fresh little mozzarella balls, too. Mozzarella slices. Uh, and a tablespoon of chopped fresh basil leaves tossed together with a table 
tablespoon of extra virgin olive oil and a dash of sea salt, and you're good to go. Uh, sardines on seed crackers, gross. I know it's really good for you, but it's gross to me. <laughs> Basically, if you're following a low-carb diet, it's a good idea to keep plenty of healthy snacks on hand. So take those into consideration. Let's see if there's any you like, and that way you got something to munch on. It's a little different once in a while. But we're going to end it with that today, I think. I don't need to make a super long episode, even though I have enough stuff that I could do 20-hour episodes all week long, probably. But this will keep us going. We're coming up to episode 200. we got to prepare if we're going to do any type of restructuring or anything like that or add a new segment again. Because we all know we do not have enough new segments on this podcast. So. But that will be our podcast for today. Uh, be good to yourself. Be good to others. Kick the shit out of the monster. Go out there. Do what you can. Put a smile on your face. And fake out the rest of the world. Don't let them know about our issues. <laughs> Just pretend like we're just like them. <laughs> be like us. But yeah. Be good. Talk to you again soon. Bye.